So if I ask you a question right now, what is it that a lot of your day is made up of, right? Do you feel like you make a lot of decisions in your day? Do you feel like you have the charge of your day? And do you feel like there's certain things that are automatically happening in your day that you don't feel like you can control, right? Things that are just throwing you off your game or things that are distracting you or things that you know shouldn't be in your life, right? Do you know what we're talking about? Are you getting a clue into what we're talking about? We are talking about the power of habits. And I'm personally going to talk about what exactly makes a habit a habit so that you can understand it. And then I'm going to give you two strong ways to break old habits and to start to form better habits into your life, start to form better things into your life that are going to consistently move the needle forward and not hold you back. Because a lot of the negative habits are you know, coming from fruition of our past life, not past life, I, 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 my apologies, I mean, um, you're growing up life, and they're coming from certain family members or friends that implanted things in your body when you were younger. Now, what happens is you may not necessarily have those specific habits of that you had when you were younger, but what you're doing is you're taking the same energy from those negative habits and you're putting them into new elements in your present life. Correct. So uh, for something that's tangible example, if uh, when you were young and you were sitting in a class and a teacher scolded you, right? So now you're uncomfortable around teachers. You may in your present life have this weird, uncomfortable feeling around bosses and you don't really know where it's coming from because they're human beings. They're at a, at a higher level in the business than you, but they're still human beings. You still deserve respect. They deserve respect. That humility is always in play. But because of the past, because of this certain habit and emotional incident that happened to you, you're bringing it to your present and you don't even really know why because, I mean, why would you remember that memory way back then unless it was that substantial to you? So a lot of the habits that are formed are unconscious because we don't remember the memory that initially started it. So let's get into this. Welcome to another episode of The Life of Becoming You. This is Jonathan Gelardi where we fire past your personal and professional development limited beliefs. We forge an A-game you and advance you are ready to take on the world you, a you that sits at the computer of your own personal self, that uploads the files that you want onto your computer, that uploads the algorithms, that uploads the games, that uploads all the traits, all the information, all the beautiful things that you need to know right onto your dashboard so that when someone random comes and pops that computer screen open, they can see exactly what information's on, exactly what this computer's for, and exactly the mission that this person's trying to receive. And when you have that vulnerability, it may be hard, it may be tough to put that out into the world, but let me tell you one thing, my friend, as you become vulnerable, as you become courageous, as you put yourself out into the world, the people that you need to come into your life are going to come into your life. But the issue is that most of us don't ever get to that point because it's hard putting yourself out into the world. I get it. I go through it too every single day. I have someone being negative in my life and I want to coach them through it. But at the same time, maybe they don't want to be coached, right? But it's, it's part of me to say, hey, I can, you know, let's talk about this. Let's work through this and not say that, hey, I'm a coach. Let me help you. But let me just talk you through this. Let's work it out. Let's be an ear. But they may not want that. So I'll just stand back and listen and be that soundboard, you know. And this is the thing. But as you put yourself out, let's say I did put myself out. If they agreed to it, because that's also part of being a coach, maybe they know somebody who needs coaching. And then I have a client. Boom, right? Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there, right? But
But that's not what this episode is about. But again, I love the very life of becoming you, the starting rants that I do. And it seems like everyone else seems to enjoy them. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Let's move on to habits. Let's move on to what exactly happens. So what is a habit? Oh, I'm so excited. I hope you can see the energy and the vibe. I'm like prancing around the office right now talking. (laughs) It's great. I love doing this. I'm happy you're here. Let's get into it. So first, I want to let you understand exactly what a habit is, right? So a habit is a neurological loop, right? And this loop becomes automatic. You follow me on that? So I'm going to talk about this in a more of an advanced term, and then I'm gonna bring it down because not everybody is a coach, not everybody studies neuroscience, and you may not understand this from the information. But for the moment, here it comes. So, there are three parts to a habit. And the first thing that happens is you get this cue that sends a message to your brain to switch on the automatic mode of this habit, right? And then the next comes the routine. So your brain switches it on to start the habit. And then your next comes the routine. And that is the habit itself, right? The actual habit. Now this could be psychological, emotional, or physical, right? And then the last thing that comes is the reward, which is that dopamine release for experiencing the habit. You know, and I'll talk about one of my, in a second, I'll talk about one of my old habits that I broke past, which is a, a actual, a substantial one. It doesn't sound like it from, from the outside view, but it is. So the, the last part is that reward and that cue that comes from the brain. And that is the vital part. Because when you get that dopamine release, when you get that excitement, when you get that pleasure out of these negative habits that aren't pushing your life forward, what happens is you actually reinforce it in your brain, right? So plasticity of the brain is, if you're learning Spanish, you're building plasticity, right? More neurons are, fi- are firing off uh, between synapses. And as you learn every single day, you learn, you learn, you learn Spanish every single day, your brain's reinforcing the part of the, the brain that the plasticity that's involved in language. So that's why. I mean, why do you think you get good at something, right? You swing a racket at a tennis racket over and over and over. You get better and better and better. But what actually happens to the body that makes you better? It's that the plasticity is being reinforced. It's growing. It's building, right? The brain is magnificent. And you can use this to to hold any kind of power. That's why affirmations and saying positive things to yourself are so important, but a lot of people don't give it enough time. They don't build that plasticity, right? If you wanna be courageous and happy, then tell yourself every single day, I'm gonna be courageous, I'm gonna be happy today, I'm gonna be myself today. And if you do that for weeks and weeks, you'll eventually not have to worry about it as much anymore, right? Because you'll that'll be your neutral level is courageous and happy. And then from there, you can worry about the next step and improve even higher and even higher. This stuff is powerful. We are in a gift of society to have such information given to us on a regular basis in in books you can pick up on the internet, any question you can look up, right? So I know as as I talk about the internet as being one of the biggest distractions and one of the biggest stress, you know, inducers in our body, it's also a gift that we've received. And to be able to manage that and kind of find a middle balance is ultimately going to change your life for the better. So now that you understand how a habit works, right? So so for me it was Coca-Cola, right? I gave up Coca-Cola years ago, right? And one of the images that really messed with me, which is part two of of how to get rid of a habit, which I'll talk about later, was 
seeing the Coca-Cola poured on a car and watching the paint peel off within 15 seconds, right? So, and then someone goes, whoever, whoever showed it or commented, wherever I saw this was like, well, what do you think that does to your body? Dun, dun, dun. I was like, well, I don't even really want to know. So I understand how bad Coca-Cola is. Now, I used to go out to dinner whenever I would eat. I would have a Coca-Cola, right? Now I know how bad this was, and I tried to stop it so many times. And let me tell you, I failed over and over and over again until I applied the principles that I need that I'm going to tell you right now that will help you get rid of a habit almost instantly, right? Almost instantly. Because the truth is, if you're trying to get rid of a bad habit in your life, resisting it is only going to make it grow. And that's what's so annoying. It's like, I know that I shouldn't be staying up late watching Netflix for three hours, but I can't get away because you feel good from it, right? Your brain at the last step is reinforcing that cue because you're receiving enjoyment. So the next time and the next time, it's going to just be impossible to break it. So habits are much harder to break than they are to start. So this brings me to my point. So what I did was, which is the first step of breaking a habit, is to replace it with a new habit, right? So for the Coca-Cola example, right? I already, at that time in my life, was not eating healthy food, right? To have a big, fat, greasy burger and a Coca-Cola, ugh, sounds amazing, yet so bad for the body. You know, people talk about having supplements and taking energy drinks and doing all this. Well, maybe not energy drinks, actually. Excuse me for saying that, because those are absolutely terrible for you, right? You want natural energy, real energy. So they talk about supplements, but really the only supplements that you need to be taking are the food. Food should be looked at as your nutrients, as your medicine. What you're putting in your body is ultimately giving you what you want in your life. So if you want more energy, have more greens, have more probiotic fats, you know, have turmeric, have different shakes, like eat fruit, get blueberries, get those electrolytes in, right? You want to change that. So, so that's a, a really valid point. So what I did was I replaced it with a new habit. I said, you know what? I don't need to remove all the, all the things on this plate, right? I don't eat necessarily at that time. I did not eat healthy. So... It was hard to take away the food and the soda and all this stuff. So I said, you know what? Every, I'm going to replace it with a new habit. And I thought about hydration, right? Water is everything. We're, seven, we're made up, 70% of ourselves are made of water, right? When you wake up, you're in one of the most dehydrated states out of the entire day, possibly the number one dehydrated state, depending on what kind of day you have. So having water in the morning, hydrating yourself is an absolute must. You must have a bunch of water right in the beginning, right in the morning, right? And if you put lime or lemon in that, well, water is great. It, it, water needs something to attach to, to really give you extra benefits. So having like a lemon or lime water in the morning really cleanses your inside, really sets you up, right? Or you can do shakes and stuff like that. So for this, I decided, okay, every time I want a soda, I'm going to switch to hydration, right? I'm going to have say, okay, no, I want a soda. That means I have to have a water. 
And that was it. So I put a new habit in. Now, this isn't a habit of hydrating throughout the day because I already have that habit. I'm very good with water intake because I need it. I mean, I live long days. I, 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 I work really hard, so I need a lot of water. If I don't have water, I'm going to crash and burn. <laughs> so, and again, I'm speaking about myself here because I want you guys to get an idea of a tangible example in real life and how you can apply this to your life, right? So I said, switch it with water, right? So what's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is I'm still on that cue. My brain still is reinforced that I want soda. So now I'm having a willpower battle with the Coca-Cola and the, and the water. And by the way, just so you know, switching out of Coca-Cola to water, I haven't even, I have maybe one Coca-Cola every couple months, three, four months. Maybe not even actually, maybe I only have one a year now and it's not even a full one, it's like a couple sips. Um, I have no urge for it anymore. And it shows you the power of habits. I couldn't get away from it. I was addicted to it, literally. So I'm gonna bring you to the next step, right? So number one is replace the stimuli of a bad habit with a new habit. So when I have that stimuli to want a Coca-Cola, now I know I'm gonna switch to water, correct? Bam, done, easy. Except it's not easy because what's the problem with that? The problem with that is you have that that last step in the neurological loop of a habit is that cue, that temptation. So it's like saying, instead of walking, I'm going to run, right? Why would you want to run if you're going to work? Because you're going to go sweaty. You have all these negative things, right? This brings me to my next step. Reinforce the new habit with benefits and negatives, right? So if I'm really going to switch from Coca-Cola to water, I need to develop deep down because it all has to do with that inner courage, that willpower. I want to make that willpower a lot easier to jump to water because honestly, water is very unappealing to me during a meal, right? (laughs) Like, it's just not. I don't know why. It's just not the most tasty thing, you know? I mean, we all know that. So, (laughs) so... What I said was, okay, but that's not enough because I tried that, by the way, a couple of times and it still failed. So then I reinforced it with negative and positives, you know, and really got down to why I need water and, and started researching why soda is so bad for you, right? The sugar and everything else in it, right? So I researched that and I supported it with facts and science and things that I can take and really absorb to say, why is it so bad for me? And I came up with, so many reasons. It took maybe five minutes out of my day. And I came up with so many reasons for one, scientifically and according to the body, why it's bad for you, but two, why it's not good for my specific life. And you can do that with any single habit that you have. And once you start to to do that, then it became easier. Then I would walk in. Was it challenging for the first couple of weeks? Of course. But it was a lot less challenging when I reinforced it with the benefits I'm looking to receive and knowing the negative things that are going to happen by me succumbing to that negative habit. Correct? Now, what I really want you to do is when you get into the situation, don't focus on the negative. Right? Focus on the positive. Can you focus on the negative? Absolutely. But, you know, I think we need to start as a human race, starting to be more motivated towards benefits and positive things, right? It's only until something bad happens with your health that you go to the doctor. It's only until a family member is sick that you call them and go and visit them, right? We are constantly acting on negative things in our life. And I think that as a human race, we will all benefit from switching to making 
taking action on positive things. So when I walked in, I would remind myself what water is going to do for me, how it's going to help my digestion, how it's going to fuel me so I'm not tired after eating this big ass fat burger, right? So I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm going to have water. I'm going to have hydrate. I'm going to have energy. It's going to help the digestion. It's going to keep me moving forward, right? And also, as it builds up, as I do it more and more, my weeks and my months are going to get more energized. I'm going to have more health. I'm going to keep my immune system leveled. And all importantly, I'm going to support my brain with water. The cerebral spinal fluid in the back, that's why you have hangovers, right? Because when you drink alcohol, you're draining that. It's why you have to drink water. It's why when you have a headache from a hangover, it's usually somewhere in the back right? Because you need to support that with water. You need to refill that with water. So all of this stuff took me five minutes to come up with because online is a gift, as I said earlier. And guess what? That habit is completely gone. Now it's years later. I have literally no temptation, even thinking about it, even thinking about the taste. I'm just like, eh, I don't really care. I don't need it. So it's so easy. So remember the hardest part of breaking a habit is just the first couple weeks. Once you get past that, you're good to go, right? And if you find yourself, like for example, working out, a lot of people go to the gym consistently and then they break. Well, if you find yourself breaking, just remind yourself of those benefits. You know how many times like I do yoga on a consistent basis now? And yeah, there's times that I go to yoga and I'm just like, oh, an hour of this and it's hot and just yoga, I never expected that to be a tough workout. Um, And now I'm getting more consistent about always having a good attitude when I'm there. Not that I had a bad attitude, but I just didn't want to do it. It's so early and stuff like that, right? So many reasons not to. But now every time that I feel even a slight hesitation, I remind myself, why am I doing this? For that meditation, for that deep breathing, to feel good, to be flexible, to look good, right? So many benefits. All of a sudden, I'm in class and I'm pushing myself past the, past the point every single day. And I'm improving at such a faster rate. So I hope you start to see the benefits of, of getting rid of negative habits by not resisting them, but replacing it with a new habit. And then when you're in that stimulized situation, remember to focus on the benefits and find those benefits that are going to really make you say no more. Because the thing is, even as Tony Robbins says, Everybody at one point hits a threshold and that's when you make changes in your life. But we need to start making changes in our life before we hit the threshold. And a lot of the the changes in our life that we need to make are habits. They are the things we need to improve. Productivity, time management, focus, energy, health, wellness, how you treat people in your relationship, how you walk in the door, right? If you walk in the door tired and grumpy from work every single day and your spouse has to absorb that energy, that's tough. So to be able to have a habit where say, hey, what can I refresh myself with? Is it deep breathing? Is it thinking gratitude? Is it thinking positive thoughts? Is it looking at the positive things that happened in my day before I walk in? What is it going to take for me to walk in with a refreshed energy so that I can give love and, and compassion and serenity to my relationship from the moment I walk in, which ultimately starts off a great, great vibe. You'll have a night that really means something to you. So change your habits, and you literally change your life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. This is really important. Really dive into the habits and, and message me if you're, if you're struggling. Uh, DM me on Instagram or email me through this. Um, I believe you can find my email through this app, um, uh, through the podcast. But if you can't, follow me on Instagram and, email, and message me, DM me, and let me know what you're struggling with. I would love to help you out or give you some extra advice to take this a little further. 
more than happy to. This is what I live for, so do not hesitate. If you absolutely love this episode, please give me a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts. 70, 80% of podcast listeners are on Apple Podcasts, so it really means something to rate it. Um, let me know what you liked in this episode, what you want in future episodes. Please hashtag me at Jonathan Gilardi. Take a snapshot and post it on social media, and I'll make sure to message you after I see it, give you a shout out in my Instagram. We can work together, improve our lives together, and more importantly, you could stay on the path of the life of becoming you. See you on the next episode, my friend.